When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Atamarie Morena, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is Wednesday the 15th of September and it is just after 8am in the morning. It is a beautiful day down in Christchurch, Ototahi. Beautiful, beautiful day. Looking forward to getting out, getting some fresh air on my crutches. But we've had a great morning so far. We've talked all things sport. We just spoke to Matt Cameron. He is racing today at Cambridge Synthetic. He's had a wee break from racing. He is energised here. He is reinvigorated. He reckons Ruffies are going to win the Tarzino this weekend. I love a wee Ruffy punt, so I'll be getting on maybe his horse if it's paying an absolute ton. Can't wait to see what he's racing on. Gonna look forward to that one. Anyway, he gave a wee tip today. Eagle Tarzan, race five today at the Cambridge Synthetic. is paying $2.90. He reckons it's a 970-metre race on the Synthetic. He has got barrier one. He reckons they just go. They just give it all guns blazing for 970 metres. He reckons Eagle Tarzan today, race five, Cambridge Synthetic, will win it. So look out for that i'm gonna get on so follow me in anyway just coming up we've got ash dixon the mighty hawks bay stalwart that is our cafe coffee catch-up looking forward if you've got any questions make sure you fire them through double eight double three for ash dixon he has done it all he has represented our mighty all blacks the highlanders the mighty hawks bay magpies and now he's about to venture off to make some yen over in japan so if you've got any questions please give us a text and Double eight, double three. I've got some great texts regarding Netflix and succession. Last breath, Chernobyl. Louis giving a tip called Pretty Rossa today. Um, we've had it all. We've had some conversations about your most electric player, the most electric player that has ever played the game. And I, I must be honest. I, I, I apologise. I apologise. I can't believe you didn't mention Jonah. Changed the game of rugby with his electrifying speed and agility. Jonah Lamu, I apologise. Jonah, like he is on everyone's mind. He is probably the first mind, uh, first player that comes to your mind when when the game rugby and electrifying and changing the game, speed, power to burn. Um, yeah, apologise for that. He will definitely be on my list. Totally, totally agree with that uh, text message. So thank you for reminding me. Also, got another one, a Fato Sawalo that chip and chase over Wilson in the nineteen ninety nine final. That's from Gig. Totally agree, Gig. I've actually 
Sky Sport 1. Sky Sport 1, they're playing some flashback games at the moment, and there are some absolute doozies on there. And that was on the other day. Afato Sualo, he did a little bounce out on, on Brian Lima, the great Samoan winger, the chiropractor. He bounced out on him, then chipped and chased over Jeff Wilson, and we all know what happened in the end. Another title for the mighty Crusaders. So uh, keep those texts coming in. I'm really, really loving it. But hey, we've got him. I can't believe he's answered his phone. I can't believe I haven't had to panic text him and say, mate, where are you? Because he's joined us for our McCafe coffee catch-up. Ash Dixon, the mighty Ash Dixon, company of the mighty All Blacks and the Māori All Blacks. Thanks for joining us, Ash, mate. How are you, brother? Oh, hey, my brother. Good, man. How are you? How are you, Brian? I'm, I'm good. I'm good, mate. I'm good. Hey, uh, I know you're living by yourself. And let's be honest, you can't you can't do anything by yourself. So, what are you doing for for nutrition? Do I have to give the Do I have to give the nutrition? I saw you. Yes, this is the thing. You said I saw on uh, Ash's Instagram. He's been he made power dumplings. Can you talk us through those, mate? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> power dumplings. Uh, what? Uh, Taught me. The boys rang me up, as you know. Kelsey rang me up and said, "Hey, I've got some." Um, Oh, yeah, should we make some dumplings? I'm like, yeah, I'll be around. And so I literally came around to his place and he had heaps of power and all these dumplings ready to go. We just made different batches and it was so good, honestly. It was like fried, steamed. Oh. Um, he talks about it like, you know what he's like when he describes food. It is like the mouth waters. And he had all these different combinations and he just kept going and it was so good, honestly. Oh wow! I saw it on Instagram. I couldn't believe it, man. If you're at home, try that power dumpling. Yeah. I've never had it, but wow! Oh, honestly, that and that. Um, I think yeah, it's called like oyster sauce or dim sum sauce or something. But honestly, <laughs> it's a it's a combo made in heaven. You've got to have a go at it. All right, mate. All right, mate. You've had a couple of weeks off. You had a couple of weeks off. Skin folds Monday. How are they? <laughs> <laughs> As you know, resources sometimes here in the Bay are a bit low, and um, we're still going through the pandemic, so the nutritionist hasn't come through the boys yet. But, um, <laughs> oh, look, it should be all right. Just a fair bit of running over the break, so um, it, was, it was good, man. I enjoyed it. So, oh, well, we'll find out this weekend, bro, if I can keep up. Oh, nice. I'm looking forward to the Battle of the Bays. You, you, you mentioned it this weekend, Sunday. You're up against the Steamers, mate. How's preparation been? We had your coach on yesterday, and he had a great story about you tapping out one of the young players the other day in a contact session. Oh. Can you just tell us about that little story? Who was it? No, no, no. no it's just, oh, you know, the last, you know, lockdown, we got a lockdown on the Wednesday, and the boys are pretty geeked up, and out a bit of rust over the Wednesday, Thursday, and then we had a bit of a go against each other. But it, it was all in good fun. And um, this year, back in the day when I was learning up here, I did, I did run gauntlets against like Clint Newland and Sonna and George Nups and a few other big boys. And geez, we've got a few young guys that are quite big. So we were just doing a heap of contact, and then it just turned a bit funny and a bit rough. And then it just, everyone just got into it and it just managed to get a decent shoulder on. But Nothing over the top. The boys are under it. It's good fun, mate. So, oh, um, nice, mate. I know you love you. a wee bit of contact. Yeah, I know you love a wee bit of contact. <laughs> yeah, bro, do you remember that time when uh, all the backs took you boys on and the forwards in that mauling contact session? Can you tell them what happened? 
Nah, you tell me what happened. What happened? You remember when me, up. Robbie, Zach, we all mauled you against Tom <laughs> Coventry and the Fords, Sunna Hika, and we all mauled, we had a maul session against you Fords, and you boys hadn't had a maul try scored against you all year, and we got a try in training. You must remember that. There's something about that, but I remember there's about 15 backs and about four Fords trying to hold it up. <laughs> I remember Tom doing things like that. Jamie nah. Joe was the same to do that, eh? Like, um, there was one time where... Huggy and Lima keep kicking the ball out. And so he got them over at training. He's like, right, you, you fellas come over here. You're going to maul against the fourth. And so he literally just got the inside backs hands forwards and it was from the 22. And they were just getting drilled, man. And they were just running into us like angry as. Because we, if we didn't go hard enough, I was going to like, hold them, hold them, push them back. And they were, they were honestly devastated. And then by the end, it took about 10 minutes and they were so angry with us. We are like, like, Lima. Lima was, like, he was about, he was throwing his toys out the cop big time. Nuggy was screaming at us. We're like, bro, like, come to me in the belly. You've got Jamie Joe breathing right down my back here. Just, just do it. And Jamie's like, well, that'll teach your back, so I'm kicking that out all the time. Hold the ball. He wants us. goes back to try. I'll never forget it. Jamie Joe, one of the all-time greats. Never got coached by him, thank goodness. He would have ripped the rest of my lid out. Anyway, question for Ash. Can he talk about the team? <laughs> That's funny you brought Jamie Joe up. We've got a question from uh, one of our listeners. Question for Ash. Can he talk about the team environments that Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown create that seems to make players thrive so much and play to their full potential? So many examples of players coming to the Hondas from other sides and exceeding above expectations. Can you, can you tell us about Tony and, and Jamie Joe? Um, yeah, yeah. I guess my early experience with Jamie Joe is that he really puts you under the pump. So if you first come into the environment, it's like his whole mindset is to try and break you. Like, if you bite back or, um, you know, don't, don't do what he's after, then he will just ride you like no tomorrow. Like, you've just got no breathing space. And he's just trying to get you the best out of you. And I guess when you're a young guy, you, you think you know more than you know, and he's just into you, and it's relentless. But I think as you go on and get used to Jake and Brownie, because his nickname was Jake the Master, we would call him Jake, so he would um, he he would really respect you. So um, yeah. I guess for me, they were like the yin and yang. So Brownie was um, he came out with the awesome game plans and other skill sets around different things, and Jake was definitely the enforcer around accountability leadership that's that's the thing he's awesome at keeping the pressure on and creating edge and creating real like competitiveness a bunch through the team that by the end of the um week that's fizzing the play because you're that gigged up <laughs> um saturday's more like it, it feels like fun than a um you know like you're going out there to do a job it, it's really enjoyable to play with those two but um yeah, I love playing with them. Like under them, they've been probably, honest, not no disrespect to any other coach I've had, but probably the best coaches I've ever had got the best out of me. So I'm really thankful for um, for that one for me. Eh? You've talked to Brownie, eh? you know, like what's yeah, your take yeah, I've on talked to... Oh, mate, unbelievable mind game. Just thinking outside the square, he's so innovative, like with his um, thinking of the game. The way he comes up with moves, experiments. I love how he just lets the players play. He loves that freedom of yeah. just play what you see and just, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but we'll adapt and we'll react to it. So, my unreal um, 
you know, rugby mind for me, Tony Brown. Did you, did you love what he was about and what he brought to, to the Highlands? I thought he's changed the way the Highlanders play the rugby at the moment. Oh, yeah. Like, Brownie, you know, yeah, you know, when you know when you had Bender there and Nuggy there, like, that was like our, I guess, our big three. Um, mm. And the way he can relate to everybody in the room. So you've, sometimes as a coach, you've got to understand, and, and this sounds really horrible, but you've got to try to get the message as simple as can to the player in the room that doesn't quite understand that. So whatever yeah, reason yeah. that is, you've got to make your message really clear. And he's he's the best at making it simple and effective. As you know, sometimes you can have a meeting and it goes forever, and then you've lost half the room. Yeah. Mm. So quick and snappy. He gets things done, and, and the boys love the way he does it. So it's a, he's a unbelievable communicator. He's a, Yeah, he's awesome, awesome man. Awesome, mate. Love those little insights from Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown. Unbelievable coaches. Never got the privilege to be able to coach by them, but outside looking in and what you guys were able to achieve over the years was uh, awesome, mate. Inspirational. We've we got to talk about um, it's Māori culture. Uh, it's Māori language week, te reo Māori, and um, we know you are a proud Māori. What makes you to be a proud Māori, mate? And you've captained the, te reo, uh, the Māori All Blacks as well. Can you describe what that means to you? Oh, I think it's been... Like, you don't have to speak the language to be proud of Māori. you just got to understand, I guess, who you are and your identity of what it's about. And that can be whatever it is to you. You don't have to go out there and, um, I guess, lay it on others and, and do it that way. you just got to be you and, and respectful for your own identity and your own culture. Um, I think that's the biggest learning for everyone. Um, I guess what the Māoris are about and what we try to do, it's just such a special team and special culture that it is driven through identity. But everyone that came in, whether you could speak Māori, look Māori, um, whatever, you know, you were Māori. That was the basis of the side. And I we guys that just had had no experience or nothing around um, whakapapa and tikanga or what, whatever it was to be Māori. And coming out, like, absolutely buzzing because they, you know, we do whānanga every night, which is like a cultural session and learning and um, talking and haka and being Māori and like they would come out absolutely fizz and pumped and, and you know that that's what it was about rugby side of it um, to be honest second was about the culture and being Māori living Māori and and um, you know creating knowledge within the group to share and the rugby side came second A bro so it's pretty cool for someone like Wotiri who was you know fully immersed in Māori right through to now even you know the way they live their lives and, and do it and for him to stories and that you know, the Māori All Blacks in their eyes and family guys is, is the the pinnacle, you know, like can't read it read it enough how big it was on his side of the family, you know, like that's all his cousins, mm-hmm. um, his family talked about because that's all they saw, all they know. That's um yeah. it's pretty surreal, man. Learn it from someone like him, mate. Man, yeah, nah, all to the black, hundred percent bro, totally agree. Mate, I just want to ask you a quick question for for people out there that are probably look like myself. You you probably a bit bit afraid to make a mistake. You don't want to speak the the language um, because you don't want to pronounce it wrong, or, or or you know you don't want to get it wrong. You don't want to get judged or things like that. What would your advice be for the people that are probably thinking something like that along those lines? Because for me, it is Te Reo Māori Language Week. I feel like I am a proud Māori, and I want to embrace it, but I just. I'm scared. I don't want to get it wrong, and I, oh, I, I feel like maybe I'm not Maori enough. What's, what's your bit of advice for someone out there? 
Yeah, bro, I know what you mean, eh? There's, there's, yeah, I know what you mean, bro. Like, to be honest, it's just having a go. Like, it's it's creating awareness this week about our language and our culture. And it could be as little as saying, um, Kilda, you know? Like, it doesn't have to, you don't have to go over the top. It's you creating an awareness for our language and for our people of where it's all begun for everyone, really. Yeah. And it's not about being embarrassed, honestly. It's just like, we don't expect people to go out there and speak Māori and, and do that. Like, you know, that takes time, but it's just understanding the culture and, you know, who we are, the diversity in this country. And, bro, like, honestly, the simplest words can mean the biggest thing. Like, you know what it's like when you go to Japan, you know, and you're talking to the Japanese players and, and you're saying, like, the little things, Japanese, and they are so, like, stoked, humbled by that they, like, you know, really respect you. It's the same, bro, just... Start small. It doesn't have to be anything big. Just be really willing to learn or open up about the culture and the knowledge, bro. It's that, eh? I don't think I don't think people have to go um, and and try put on something massive that they're unsure about. Just start small, man, mm. and just build. Go from there, brother. Nice, nice, nice. Love that bit of advice, mate. You are wise, head. You've gone a long way from that young kid that turned up in Hawks Bay with a blonde Maori streak <laughs> through his hair, little orange. Little orange oh. hair dye that you know. You've obviously gone to Kmart to get. Gone a long way, mate. You've come a long <laughs> way. I love what you're about, Ash. <laughs> you're an absolute champion, mate, and you deserve all the credit you you get, mate, because uh, you uh, epitomise what a what a great human is. And uh, wish you all the best when you go fill up your pockets over in Japan when you get the end. Just before you go, little little score prediction this Sunday. Mighty Magpie's going to get up. Are we going to be the bay? Oh, let's hope so, bro. I've had our number the last couple of years, man. So, okay, it's going to be an awesome game. It's going to be really enjoyable. Such a good one to play the bait. They're good boys, and um, it'll be a cracker, man. But if you know I'm not about score predictions, we'll just, we'll just let the talking happen on the field, and I'm sure both teams will be into it, brother. Well, if you want a wee tip, mate, there's someone that's really hungry and leans on the back of that more, and that is Ash Dixon. So put your money first try on Dicko because he loves leaning on the back of a more. <laughs> mate, thanks for tuning in, Dicko. Love your work, bro. Go well on Sunday. Always in the corners. Wow, you love it. Rolling more, Dicko. Love it. Good work, mate. Sayonara, brother. Oh, is he? How cool is Ash Dixon, mate? That's it. It's so true. Oh. He always pops up at the back of a ball, eh? It's so true. <laughs> oh, he's always leading try scorer for the Hawks Bay Magpies because they love a rolling more try, and he is a good bet for first try Sunday. There you go, Ash Dixon. Mate, love that conversation. Here's a champ, mate. Louis, sorry, I was trying to get you in, but huh? I was just... Felt, felt like I was sitting in my little man cave chewing the fat with Ash. It was great. No, carp eye, bro. Like, I just thought, and what Ash said about just the smallest bits of today, I like it just, you know, as mm. a um, Pakeha, it just, you know, it really resonates. You just, anything is better than nothing. So, yeah, kia ora to Ash, mm. and thanks so much for coming on, man. That was fantastic. Double eight, double three. Has anybody had a power dumpling before? What? <laughs> Trudy, have you ever had a power dumpling? I have never had a power dumpling, but my mouth watered when he said that. But I can tell you at Craggy Range in Hawke's Bay, um, chef Ooh. there um, does the most amazing power and pork sausage rolls. Oh. Ooh.
and they are I'm hungry now. level. But oh, I'm power dumpling. Oh my god! Oh, we need to go to the commercials. <laughs> I'm going to hose myself down. That is that is in another stratosphere. Power dumplings, best power recipes. Double eight, double three. Or if you just want to say kia ora to Ash for coming on and uh, sharing his story and talking all things footy and, and Maori culture, we really appreciate his time. It is 22 minutes past eight o'clock on Baz and Izzy for breakfast here with Chemist Warehouse. Great save. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Things every day.